0: welcome to football talk ish yeah sorry the german came out my english is going day by day but hey welcome to football talk. (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm actually sorry but yeah hey hey just let me just let me go through it please just like just just let it slide let it let it slide back to the back to the listeners welcome to football talk Welcome to the football talk, guys. Uh, Ignore everything. Ignore the first few seconds. Um, We're back after like a fortnight of leaving you guys hanging. Hopefully, it wasn't too bad. But yeah, we're back. I'm back with the boys Simba and Gaz. And we're going to like fill your ears with Prem action, UCL action, and a few more topics. Let me not ruin everything. But we're going to go straight into the Prem, right? In fact, before we even go straight into the Prim, let's see how soon the guys are doing. How are you doing, boys?
1: Uh, we're all good. <clears throat> I'm all good. You know, just school giving a man problems, you know, and stuff. But, you know, we'll get through it. Always happy to, to chat with the lads, as always. So, yeah, um, happy to be here. And, yeah, let's get going.
2: Yeah, I'm also good, guys. International break is over. Football's back. prem. Prim. Champions
0: League, let's get it! Oh yeah, yeah. On a side note, if anyone knows like how to like beat the whole school system, please just let us know because we're all struggling. <laughs> but yeah, um, international lose. break is done, so ah, let's go straight into it. We're going to go and talk about prime results from the last weekend. On Saturday, Chelsea beat Newcastle two 0 in the opening game of the season. I mean, the season. You see, a Fortnite actually does a lot in the opening game of the weekend. And Brighton beat Aston Villa 2-1. Spurs beat City 2-0. United did not score from open play, but they beat West Brom 1-0. Bruno scored. I'm not going to say much, but we all know what happened then. On Sunday, Everton beat Fulham 3-2, West Ham squeaked past Sheffield United, 1-0, uh, Leeds had a ball 0-0 draw with Arsenal, Liverpool slash Leicester 3-0, and then on Monday, Burnley beat Crystal Palace 1-0, and Wolves drew against Southampton 1-1, in which they were late goals. Surprising. How are we feeling about the results, boys?
1: Yeah, um pretty interesting week. Um straight off the international break. I mean, yeah, Tottenham um doing one over Man City, typical Jersey performance, parked the bus, um, two counter-attack goals and bam, they win. So yeah, um Manchester United. Yeah, we all know the the what happens down there. But yeah, it, it, um They did get the win, but it was quite an uninspiring performance, to say the least. Um, Our club, Chelsea. Last time I said clean sheets, FC, we then went on and conceded. I'm not going to say that anymore. Um, With um, a good, mature performance. But, yeah, it was a good week. Good week. Of course, Arsenal. Yeah, that was... I don't know about you guys. What are your thoughts on that? Because, man... (sighs) It's, I, I, can't, I don't even know what to make of that. Leeds are supposed to bury these guys, but I don't know. What are you guys saying?
0: Um, you know what, dude? Um, it's, I'm always joking around saying Arsenal's going to Arsenal, right? But yeah, um, you'd, expect t- you'd expect both teams to score. Like, I'm not going to fully put the blame on Arsenal. I mean, I'm going to put most of it on Arsenal. But like, even Leeds, Leeds know that they're not a defensive team. And I think them drawing, especially having a clean sheet against Arsenal and them not doing anything about this is is shameful, really. Um, Both teams having immense firepower up front and failing to score uh, against both terrible defences. Okay, not terrible defences. I mean, Arteta has organised the defence really well. So, they, but then that just makes it even worse for Arsenal. They've, they've got no excuse of not scoring against Leeds. Like, that, that should have been at least two goals, before half time, even. So, uh, yeah, it's disappointing from Arteta. Well, it's it's half and half. But, yeah, it's a typical Arsenal story. What do you think, guys?
2: Um, Arsenal is just playing the worst football I've seen in a long time. They've got one of the best attackers in the game, in Aubameyang. He looks stifled. I don't know. Maybe that 300 per week, 300,000 per week has demotivated him or something. Who knows? But it's just sad. I believe Arsenal can do better. Just change the formation. Stop being scared of leads. Come on, you're Arsenal.
0: Nah, yes. I hate that. I, I, I genuinely hate that. Like they, of all teams to be scared of. Like into okay, maybe you can be afraid of like the offensive capabilities, but I don't I don't see Bamford that much as a as a threat if you handle him properly. It's just yeah, he's like he he's like Pookie. In fact, he he is the new Pookie to be fair. Like that's that's how I see Bamford. I don't know about Jusimba.
1: No. <laughs> oh. No, that was that was funny, bro. I'm never gonna lie. Um, no, it's mad. Um, Arsenal, I don't know, I think I would say Arteta maybe is doing it a bit too much because I know yeah, Arsenal have had defensive issues for the longest now. But I think now it's gotten to the point that like, what guys are saying, like they're, they're no longer interesting to watch. Like on that game in especially, I was just like man, these guys are not entertaining at all. Like, I, I know I understand you want to show up the defence, make sure you can defend first. But then surely now he's done all of that. You can see that these guys can defend, but then they can't do anything in attack. Like, there's this one mad stat that, that these guys haven't scored an open play in five games. And it's just quite telling for me, if you're asking me. I mean, if, if, your goal, if your goal of the month is a penalty, then surely something is up surely something is up. So, I don't know. It's, it's quite <laughs> Sorry. mad.
0: Sorry, did you just say that the goal of the month for Arsenal is a penalty? Facts, bro. Go check.
1: <laughs> it's a penalty. <laughs> no jokes.
0: <laughs> ah, That's disappointing. Oh, my days. Okay. Ah, no. <laughs> In fact, let's move on. This club's a shambles. Let's talk about City getting beaten by Spurs 2-0. Guys, how are we feeling about that? Honestly,
2: I just feel great. Pip is exposed, finally. When I was hating on Pip, people were telling me, you're just being a hater. You don't understand the tactics. The typical stuff people use to dismiss you. But Man City were just saying, people haven't been replaced. Fernandinho, company, Silva, Aguero. These are big personalities that are lacking from the club. You can't win a league with Jesus, um, Laporte. Can you see? Can you hear these names? Honestly, Rodri. It's just <laughs> lacking.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that though. Like, yeah, this, they've got depth, as as always. They've got depth, but do they have a title-winning squad in the first place? Especially like with Agüero being injured. Simba.
1: No, bro, I think guys just said the nail on the head there. Like, City, <clears throat> for... I honestly think that Pep's cycle... I think I said this way before, but I said it to someone. I was like, I think Pep's cycle is coming to an end because you can see that City aren't the man City that we know from two seasons ago. They've lost so many key players, experienced players. Um, I think they, um, they brought in Rodri, who hasn't really ex- performed to the... Um, performance that we expected him to perform to perform the defense, yeah, they brought in Diaz, but then he's still new to the league. You can't expect him to immediately grasp and um, fit in like a glove. Laporte, as well, he's been injured quite a number of times. So And Aguero as well, I think he's now injured again, but he's back, so it's like there's no leadership in the team, and when you don't have leadership in the team. The you the team. I don't think you go in like last season with Chelsea. Um, I'm sure you guys you guys know that as much as Chelsea were good in some parts, we always like that leader who would take the game by the scruff of the neck and say, "Listen, guys, we have to grind out this game. We have to do this. You need that voice that can speak up." And right now, City don't have that. So it's it's really really it's tough times. I think they're in a transition. And also considering the fact that Pep signed a new contract, I really think there's a, a little conspiracy there, a little conspiracy in that Pep signed the contract knowing that these guys are going to sign Messi. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. Uh,
0: that would be, be sensational, to be honest. Like, I think that's, you know, that's like, you know how everyone has that last throw of the dice. Like, our Thanos then ended up snapping his fingers. Like, that would be Pip's last throw of the dice, literally, signing Messi.
2: Can so- Messi even run, guys? Let's be honest. Uh, like, the way Pip plays with his high pressing, man wanted to throw Aguero out the club. I don't see, like, how it changes anything for Man City getting Messi, to be honest. So, like, even the press before, he used to be suffocated by Man City. Now you have players like Ndumbele just enjoying the freedom of the park. Kane does it really make any difference if you even get the best player in the league?
0: (laughs) I was about to say in the league. Ah, did you not, Messi? I think Messi can turn a club by by himself. Like despite, I think he just needs incentive. Like Messi is just someone who needs incentive, and with a club like City. And Pep just explains to him that, like, the uh, the Champions League and the Premiers, what we're looking for, Messi will go and rip it up. Messi will definitely go and rip it up. But, yeah, that's, it's, it's a take. That'll take, like, 50 years to just, like, it needs to happen before we actually just, like, keep on speculating. But, yeah, uh, moving on, then, Liverpool. They really just slash list a 3-0 with no defense.
1: <laughs> Can we talk about how that happened? Ah, uh, Liverpool guys. Yeah, go guys. We go.
2: just need guys, we just need to drop this narrative about, narrative about Liverpool not having players. It's honestly media bias conspiracy. They're saying Liverpool's missing like like five players, right? But Leicester City is also missing so many players. So Yunchik is out, uh is out, uh Pereira is out. There's just so many players. I can't even name them. But then the whole media is like, Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. Yes, Liverpool won. They, they played a great game, but just the media, guys.
1: Bro, you know the media are favourites, though. It's, it's always the case. Like It's always that case, like the media have favourites. So, of course, they'll put all the hype on Liverpool because, I mean, yeah, half of them love Liverpool. It's not like if it was a, a Man City or a or Chelsea, where they'll be completely saying other things. So, yeah. But I think in terms of the game, I enjoyed it. Um, Liverpool, I mean, I did say um, earlier on to someone I was talking to that, Liverpool, if they win this game, surely you can't deny them the, the league because they have half their players missing, key players, and they're still brushing aside Leicester. And Leicester have been playing well. So, yeah, it was a good performance from them. And just shows you that, yeah, these guys, they're they on something else. Of course, yeah, this this year the league is unpredictable. Um,
2: General question for you guys, uh, Tawanda and Zimba. Um, do you guys, um, would you bench Firmino over Jota or just play the four-star the four attackers in one in one starting 11, how, how would you guys approach this? I think the front because four... Because Jota's right? making a case. He's making his own case. Now
0: nah, he, he really is. He really is. But I think I'll go with the front four thing, like where you have Mane, Salah, and both of them. Because Firmino, Fabinho, I think Firmino is just gonna have to find his way as a ten again. That's what I would do. I'd play a four-two-three-one, put Firmino at ten, and put like Salah up front, and then Jota, like either Salah or Jota up front.
1: Yeah, I think I probably do the same thing. Um, I think yeah, four, two, three, one would actually look good on Liverpool because they've actually got the right midfield balance. We put in Thiago and Fabinho. No henderson there, um even on Yeah, they've actually got the perfect midfield balance to play that then up front yeah you drop in Mina as the ten um Jota on the right salam up front and Mani on the left I think that would be tasty. then you can have um the front four actually interchanging, so one of one of them drops in to play ten, then other plays up front e t c so yeah it would be quite quite tasty it would be quite tasty.
0: And besides, you'll be making history. Put uh, Put Firmino at number 10. You'll have the first center defensive attacking midfielder. You, you, you need these things, dude. Like, you actually need what, these things.
2: What killed me is, like, before he scored, like, remember when he hit the post, then it came back to him, then he didn't score? <laughs> I was like, this guy's Uh
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I, I actually rate that he is good. <laughs> that whole play did not make sense. But, yeah. Um guys, this is now the end of our print segment. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, but stay tuned. We're about to talk about the Champions League.
1: Yeah, so we're here for the UCL segment. Um, yeah, it was a pretty interesting week. Match day four. Um, just a quick roundup of the games. Krasnodar Sevilla. Sevilla coming out 2 on winners, and they qualify along with Chelsea. Uh, who came off with the win against Rennes, 2-0. I mean, 2-1, sorry. There we are. Dortmund versus Club Bruges, winning 3-0. Holland again. Asked again, just briefly speak about Holland, you guys. Um, he's just a goal machine at this point. You just He's inevitable. I don't know about you guys. What are you saying?
0: My man said Holland is inevitable yeah that's the best way that you can put it like dude i saw a crazy stat about the boy just like recently that he's taken 90 shots on target and out of those 90 shots in all of his career he scored 76 goals that is insane that is actually insane he doesn't shoot like the ball once it's on target it's basically a goal like he's on that is you cannot like excuse that the new ronaldo guys yeah he's the new ronaldo bro yeah, I rate that. He's
2: I Ronaldo agree. at Madrid, bruh. Doesn't need that fancy dribbling stuff. Eh? He just shoots and scores it. Eh? That's <laughs> all he does.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty accurate, not going to lie. Yeah, for days, man. Man, that kid, uh, he's, he's a machine, man. He's the machine. The Lazio Zenit 3 1 winners Juventus versus, I don't know how to say that, um, Ferragh. Feroz, whatever, I'm coming out 2-1 winners. Barcelona get a comfortable 4-0 against Dynamo Kiev. PSG scraped through against RB Leipzig 1-0 through a penalty. Manchester United um, dispatch Istanbul 4-1 with Bruno scoring a world. I don't know if you guys saw that goal, but that was actually quite, yeah. That was yeah, one to he, silence the haters, like me. Nah, that was that was beautiful. That was beautiful.
2: The whole game, Bruno just silenced us. He scored a stunner goal. Say, he, he doesn't score penalties. He scores, he gives Rashford a penalty just to shut you guys up about him scoring penalties. Exactly. Well done, Bruno. Well done.
1: Nah, but you know what, though? Can we actually... Keep it like they were. They were playing Istanbul, so we can't really gas up the performance. We can gas up the goal. Uh-oh. No, wait, Uh-oh. listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> we can gas up the goal. The goal is fantastic, but then the opposition matters at the end of the day. If we're keeping it real, okay, especially Dude, for the They lost that team,
2: They lost their team the last game week, and now they thrashed them. What's not to enjoy about that performance?
0: No. The second goal. Bruno's second goal was actually a sham. It was a shambolic defense. That has to be said. Like, his first, his first goal and his second, like, those are two completely different, like, quality levels, I say.
1: You see? Now, well, now, I'm not taking anything away from the performance. It was good. But then the opposition, though, you know? But, anyways, yeah, credit to Bruno.
2: Guys, can I ask you a question? Mm hmm. Is Werner, what's going on with Werner? Is he clinical? What's going on? These chances are nice.
1: I, I. I, honestly, I say it's fatigue because I, I think out of all the signings Chelsea made, he's the one who's been playing every single game, if we're keeping it real. All of these guys have had a race. Chowal, Havertz, CH, um, Thiago Silva, ETC. All of them have had a race except for Timo. So, against Ren, I really... I wanted him not to start. I wanted him to be on the bench because I wanted him to get a rest because he's just been playing time and time again. And once you get fatigued, bro, you start making um, mistakes like that. I mean, nine times out of 10, 10 a fit team of Werner is, is scoring that. That's easy money. But the man is tired, you could see. So I was a bit disappointed on that, that he didn't get a rest. So that's what I'd say. But nonetheless, his performance wasn't, was, wasn't great, but I'll put it down as fatigue. I don't know about Tawanda.
0: Like, you know what? I think the blame has to go to Tammy Abraham. Like, listen, before before y'all say, hey, hold up. Listen, my point is that I think that Frank actually just wanted to start Timo until, like, 60 minutes. But, yeah, because, like, with with, with Tammy playing centrally, obviously, Timo has to go onto the lift. And being a winger takes, like, being a winger, especially with that speed, like, the stamina just goes way faster than you playing at the ST position, you know, because, like, at the ST position, you have to pick your moments and at the wing, you just have to be constantly there. Defensively, you also have to be constantly there, not just pressing the front line, you know. So, like, yeah, I think the blame also has to be put on Tammy. Tammy needs to put his chances away. If Tammy put, like, his chances away, then Timo would have been subbed off earlier and we wouldn't have to have seen that side. But it's also good that we just, like, see how he is when he's fatigued and take lessons from that and uh, yeah i mean obviously this is frank's notes, but yeah let's let's go what else went on besides actually like w- what are the results simba let us know
1: um much in gladback dispatched Shaq to to next 4 no to remain top in the group then meanwhile uh 10-man enter lost two no to real madrid um Lempiakos 1-0 to Manchester City, Marseille versus Porto, Porto coming out as 2-0 winners, Bayern Munich versus Salzburg, Bayern coming out 3-1 winners, despite having a red card, Atletico Madrid um, drew against Lokomotiv Moscow, 0-0. No, no. and the shock of the week, Liverpool versus Atlanta, um, Liverpool coming out as 2-0 losers. Um, Ajax versus Mitchelland, they come out as three one winners to put that group in the balance. I don't know about the Liverpool Atlanta game. Um, that was a crazy game. Atlanta really uh, they score Liverpool. Liverpool they were putting out the strongest lineup. But what do you guys think about that result?
0: Nah it's, a, it's yeah. It's it's a shocking result. You know Atlanta if they score, you're expecting like four goals. So the fact that they had a controlled 2-0 dominant win, the fact that Atalanta kept a clean sheet at Anfield, I, th- I don't think uh, people are talking about that enough. That's sensational. That, That is actually amazing. Liverpool didn't have a shot on target. You guys know that. The whole
2: game.
1: What? That's, that's ah. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that was a dull performance from Liverpool and yeah, um, as Bad said, Beating them at Anfield, that's, that's just a crazy feat. So, yeah, the, that's UCL. Um, wait, wait, yeah. wait. Side ball,
0: side ball, side ball before you jump out, Because I feel like this, this is, like, so off the field, but this is so beautiful. Did you guys happen about what happened at Club Rouge? No, what happened? Oh, my, guys, this is sensational. Um, so, what happened is that, like, Dennis was jumping onto the team bus, yeah? And then someone was sitting in his favorite seat. And then he told the guy who was sitting in his favorite seat, his teammate, he was like, hey, get out my seat. The guy refused. And Dennis was like, oh, you don't want? Okay, fine. And he refused to jump on the team bus. And he never went for the game because someone sat in his favorite seat. So Club Bruges went into the Dortmund game without their best striker because someone didn't want to jump off a seat or someone was petty enough to get off the bus. I, I didn't even know what you do as a manager in that situation. How do you guys see that?
1: Uh, that just I just got flashbacks of Rosa Parks. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days, Rosa Parks.
2: Take of all the examples you could have used. Used... <laughs> A black woman fighting for our rights, my god.
1: I know, dude, I know. (laughs) It's the first thing that came (laughs) out, I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) Nah, but real talk, this Dennis guy is low-key a child. I know we all have our seats, but how can you miss a game? Honestly, do better, bro. Perfect.
0: Uh, thanks, you should do better. Uh,
1: uh, simba, take us away, dude. <laughs> now that was some petty stuff, bro. Childish. Childish. But anyways, um, yeah, that's the UCL. Um, we'll be back shortly, and we'll be talking about other interesting topics that were available and that happened during this period of football. So stay tuned. <laughs> Yeah,
0: we're gonna we're gonna talk about the greatest Argentinian number ten. Definitely not Messi. It's the late Diego Maradona. We pay our condolences and our regards to yeah that unfortunate situation. It's just sad to see a legend of that stature to go at sixty years old. Like if you like, I advise you guys like if you go on YouTube and just like look for Gary Lineker. Explaining like the greatness of Diego Maradona. Like I mean, we know it all, but like, yeah, just Diego uh, being explained by Gary Lineker, just shows like the influence that he's had on world class players. Like Lineker was world class in his day. Simba and Gaz, how are we feeling like in these sad times?
1: Bro, it's always sad when a legend passes on and like you just start hearing a lot of stories about them and their influence on the field, um, the generations that came after them, and it's just mad. Especially Diego, I know, on the field he was, he was mad. He was amazing. He was a, he was a, a goat. But then off the field, you see some of the stuff that's that's there, but we can't really look into into that because we're looking at Diego on the footballer. So. Yeah, it's just it's sad, man. But I'm just happy that he's being celebrated like this. I know I was reading on the on on the on Twitter today, and I just see some of these news outlets in the UK saying the cheetah or whatnot, because of his hand of God thing. I'm like, there's always a time and place for everything. You can take that aside and actually just look at him as a footballer. So I just found that really quite silly in, in my opinion. But yeah, other than that, yeah. So it's always just it's sad when someone of his stature passed away.
0: Yeah, that's a a fair assessment. uh, Also, another thing that I saw English people doing was talking about the rumour that Maradona was about to go to Arsenal. I found that, like, a bit off-putting. But, yeah, you you can never get, like, full sympathy in this world. Gaz, how are we feeling?
2: Uh, He was a true legend, guys. He was not a perfect man as all of us are, but what he's done for football in general, he's an icon, a legend of the game, and he'll be missed. I just wanted, my favorite moment from him was just when Messi scored in the 2018 World Cup against Nigeria, him dancing with that Nigerian lady and him like celebrating like he was like quite it touch to, it was just hilarious.
0: Yeah, ah, dude, better like He always, like, went to the fullest. Like, he never, he never, ever, like, half-assed anything in his life. Like, on the pitch, off the pitch, it was always 100% full throttle. And silky smooth, it has to be said. Like, he was always smooth.
1: For days, for days. You know, I was also even just reading, like, um, uh, some article, and I was just saying that how... I think there was a time when when Zola was at, um, I think they had the same club. I forgot which one it was. But then Zola said that every single time, Diego used to stay with the youth players and they'll be taking free kicks, you know, just practicing. And then it passed down to Zola and Zola started doing the same thing when he moved to Chelsea. Then he passed it down to Frank Lampard, who does the same thing um, right now. So it's just like, that that legacy and it's just influencing everyone else that just came past. I just found that really remarkable. So yeah, it's it's one of those ones man.
0: Nah, I that. I that. But like as as we've as we put before, like we just put our condolences and yeah, um it's a sad time. But hopefully we'll remember more of this football and yeah, we'll uh think of him with less pain in our chest. And just think about the great things he's done for Argentina. I mean bringing him in that nineteen eighty six World Cup. Argentinians are definitely not gonna forgive that. And we shouldn't either. Yeah, and don't um, do drugs. Don't oh, do drugs. Yeah. Let's, let's actually that, just let's actually just put that on the table. Dying at sixty years old, yeah, we all know what happened to Maradona. We're not gonna kill it. we're not gonna kill his image like fully, but yeah. We all know what happened there. Don't do drugs, guys. Like everyone, not just kids, like everyone, even the grown people listening to this podcast. Don't, don't do drugs. And yeah, um, we're going to move on now to Golden Boy Conversations. The guy's drinking from the Fountain of Youth, where Halland drank the most. He won Golden Boy. I think it's deserved. What do you guys think?
1: As deserved. Um you can't really argue against Holland, maybe Alphonse Davies, but I think Holland He's just been incredible ever since Salzburg and then he moved to Dortmund. He's just scoring goals for fun. And it's just ridiculous. Like when you mentioned that stat about him taking ninety one shots on target and scoring seventy of them. It's just remarkable. So yeah, I don't think you can argue too much against that.
2: But Loki Davis should have won, guys. Low key. He won everything in the sports, played at the highest stages of the Champions League, iconic performances. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's just their favorite attackers always. It's kind of boring, really. I'm not saying Haaland's not a good player, but I'd like to see something different, you know. Because if you look at the past winners, it's Sterling, Aguero, Messi, Felix, Mbappe, you know
0: you know what um i i agree with like with maybe davie's not being compensated enough but i am going to ask in that buy in team in terms of influence like he was a great left back and all but like compared to the influence of goretzka in them, what did he actually do
1: he did the most bro he did the most like the way Davies just linked up. He just, he just transformed because you look at Davies, he wasn't a left back to start off. He was actually a left winger. He was a winger. And then he went to Bayern, and then a situation happened where they had a lot of injuries. Then he was transformed into a left back. Similar to, I wouldn't say Bale because Bale was forward. So he went backwards, and you saw that this guy was just he was doing a madness and the way he linked up with the attackers with Nabri that left side was dangerous and he just added so much to that team that pace um had ability to run up there cross the ball that attacking instinct as well as that defensive awareness so it's just crazy how he adapted and he fitted into that role so well considering the way he was playing before
0: because um I'm looking at I'm looking at the the top 17, like where he was, and like I, I can't, I can't argue with this. Like, haland is first, right? Ansufati finished second, Davies third, Sancho fourth, Kamavinga fifth. Like from that top five, I can't, I can't say that they did anything wrong there. I don't. I, I don't know. This, this is probably going to be a hot take, especially. I know. I know Simba doesn't like fatty, so I, I actually want to hear what you guys think about that.
1: Oh, bro. I like fatty, but I don't know what you're saying, bro. Like. <laughs> I know what you're saying. You're trying to get me canceled ah, dear man. At this, at
0: this point, me, I just want to bring out screenshots. I'm going to bring out screenshots on the IG page. Stay
1: tuned. Wow. Hey, you saw my comment <laughs> afterwards. Like, nah, it was all jokes. Nah, I, I love Fatih, man. He's, I just love young players, man. Not on, not in that type of way, but I just like the young players. Nah, ah. man, I don't to be... <laughs> Why are you hating on Fatty though, bro? That's good, man. Huh? No, I'm not hating on him. He's a bowler. I don't hate on Fatih. It, it was just a joke. I just needed to to ease up, you know. It was a bit, bit tense. So I was like, nah, let me let me pull some, turn some heads. But nah, he's he's, he's going to be a great player. I don't hate on him. He's a quality but
2: player. But he shouldn't be second on this list.
1: Fact. Absolutely not. Fact. What? What? Fact. what are you guys saying? No, that's fact.
2: He shouldn't be second, though. He's got like, has he even played like 10 games? Dude, what? Did. Dude, he's played way more than ten games, but the, like the resumes of these other players, is just, maybe maybe he's in the top five, but
0: not top two. Uh okay. You know what? Um, Davies and Fati are switchable. I'll I'll give you that. Davies and Fatih, definitely switchable. We can we and can Sancho. Switchable. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, Sancho. No, Sancho Sancho played better than Kamavinga this season. He deserves fourth place. Like fourth and fifth, I have zero problems with that. Like, yeah, those ones are fine. But like, I'm saying, like, Davies can go second. Fati can go third, yeah. But Holland, Holland is untouchable where he's at.
1: Exactly. And speak about Holland. The boys today had a mini discussion in group, and we saw this well, it's been doing the rounds on the socials and it's pretty interesting. Um, Holland versus Mbappe. I don't know what you guys are saying. I want to hear you guys' thoughts before I say mine. So I don't know who's, who's willing to go first.
0: <laughs> I guess go first. Uh, <laughs> I'm calm, guess, go first.
2: H guys, this is these are controversial statements. Let me just lay it out for you guys first. I think on form, Holland is better than Mbappe at the moment. But for me, if I was starting a club and I wanted a superstar, I'm going with Mbappe. Mbappe's resume is way crazier than Haaland, as you know. World Cup winner, record transfer fees, um, iconic performances in, in the Champions League. Let's not forget about that. When, when Mbappe was 18 and 17, he was scoring against, if I'm right, he scored against Dortmund, he scored against Man City. I think Juventus is, I think for Mbappe to reach the next level, he has to leave, but Mbappe is a better player than Haaland. End of story, done. You,
1: scary, mm. scary. Oh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh. nah, uh, I think yeah, you wanna go, Tonda?
0: Nah, nah, nah. You can go. I, I, I said it. I said it before we even started recording. I said we not. I'm not going before you. Like <laughs> you go.
1: <laughs> All right, come now. Nah, Friendships I'm, are ruined. Friendships are gonna be ruined for this chat. <laughs> I want to ratio this guy. That's are going to block each other. <laughs> uh, um, actually, I agree with the guys. I think when you look at young players, I always say this, like when you look at young players, it's not good to like to pit them against each other because you don't know exactly what they're going to be. You can only predict, but you don't know what they're going to be in like 10 years. So even like when Mbappe, I mean, Mbappe has already completed the set except for the Champions League. And when you look at Mbappe, I always, it may be lazy, but I always compare him to, like, league to Thierry Henry in the sense that he used to, Henry used to play off the wing, but then he transitioned into a centre-forward, whereas Mbappe, he started off at the centre-forward, but then he's now playing on the wing, but he can play both. So they could play those roles. So, yeah, I mean, and just to look at Holland as well. I mean, Holland is a fantastic player. He's a fantastic striker. He's... I'll probably say he's he's complete. He's a better finisher than Mbappe. I know it may be a hot take, but I think he's a better finisher than Mbappe. Nah,
2: that's not a hot take though. That's
1: not a hot take. It's not a okay. Nah, you know you know how it is in the streets, bro. You know how it is in the streets. But yeah, I think Holland's a better finisher in terms of physical attributes. I think Holland is better. But if you look at the technical side, I mean Mbappe's dribbling is insane.
2: Physical attributes. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Physical attributes. What do you saying?
1: No physical attributes. I mean, like his holder play, um, bring others okay. into play, etc. That's what I mean. Not, <laughs> not. I, I don't know. What What do you think I mean, though?
2: I don't know. I think you just like dismissed um Bobby's physical attributes. Um oh, yeah. is quick. Right? Wait, 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 yeah. Okay,
1: Balance. Quick. No, no. I was gonna get to that. I was gonna get to that though. Yeah. No, I was gonna I'm get good. to that. I was yeah, going to get to that. Like I was saying, yeah, well, Mbappe, if you look at his technical side, like he's very good uh, dribbling, especially at that speed. Mbappe is an athlete and he's rapid. So dribbling at that speed is very, very tough and he can already do that. Um, linking up as well. He's also good at those things. And when you just look at both, when you look at the both of them, it's just, it's, I'd say, yeah, it's pretty hard to pick, but as guys said, if I'm to pick one, I'm probably going to go with Mbappe, not take away anything from Haaland, because Mbappe has been doing it from 17, 18, and we've seen him put in these performances against Juventus, against all these guys. Even at the World Cup, um, you put on a masterclass, um, and you look at Haaland, he's just going for fun, but then it's just one of those ones, as I said, it's difficult to, to, to pit the two against each other, because as I said, one plays out on the right, and one plays up top. So yeah, I I'm gonna go with with um
0: that That's a that's a fair assessment from both of you. That's that's a very fair assessment from both of you. But okay, before I answer this one, right, in terms of preference, in terms of preference, in terms of what I want in players, it's going to be Holland because um like because of the way I play FIFA, the way I play football manager as well. It's just It'll help with it'll help when I have a solid striker who's able to like what Simba said have hold up play and also great finishing ability. I think Holland is going to be the closest thing that we have to Benzema on steroids. Right. That's that's like that's the type of thing, that's the type of influence that I'm seeing from Holland. Right. But then in terms of this debate, I think Mbappe perhaps is the better player. Like wholeheartedly, I agree that he's, like, the better player. But, yeah, but Haaland is a better finisher. And I don't know. I just have this, like, whole thing about Mbappe where, yes, he's fast and he can dribble, but he can't do both at the same time. Like, you look at people, like, people who can do, who can, like, be fast-paced and be dribbling at the same time. I'm thinking Hazard, I'm thinking Neymar, his teammate, even. Like, for Mbappe, I feel like it's either he's sprinting or he's dribbling. Like, which is, that is actually not a bad thing. Like, that's two sides to the story. That just makes him, like, look like even a better player. But to say that he does that at the same time, I think that would be capped. Yeah, I'm still taking Haaland over Mbappe. Like, yeah, people are going to ratio me for that. But I'll take Haaland over Mbappe. Mm.
1: No, that's fair. That's fair. I do think he can do both, though. I've seen him do both. To keep it real, so and I uh, you see, you see now I've seen him do both, but I understand I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying though,
0: I do. I understand. than that, the knock-on merchant who is like pulling out the skill moves. Let's let, let's be honest with each other. Yeah, like ah, okay, yeah. Maybe it's just that like he's he's. His dribbling, like, it brings out the four stars, not the five stars. Like, I don't want to hear people saying Mbappe will pull out Elasticos every single game. Nah. But, like, yeah, he's a good dribbler. Dude, why are you hating on Mbappe? Stop the agent. Like, (laughs) who said I'm hating? I'm not not hating on the boy. I'm just saying that, like, people shouldn't over-exaggerate his abilities.
2: Dude, Mbappe is like dribbling has improved so much. Thing is like, you don't realize it. Before he was just pace. I think the influence of name has brought that out of him. Now he can like take on like three people at a time. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen it like, I don't know if you've sick. seen it like, his step overs, just quick, quick transitions into left or right. But what Mbappe needs is just, he needs to leave PSG guys. Because yes, he's a young player, but there's still another level to reach. He can still be more clinical, and I think he just has a higher ceiling than um, Haaland. Like how, if Haaland, how good can Haaland get, if you think about it? And how Wait. good can Mbappé get? Wait, sorry, 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 sorry,
0: sorry. Are we questioning how good Holland can be? Are we questioning what Haaland's ceiling is? What is the ceiling? What is it a... yeah. for me? Like.
2: A, a... Mbappe can drive a team. He can be the sole creator of a team and be like a Messi. But Haaland is, is, is just a center forward. Like, he can, he can just be another Zlatan or Lewandowski type, you know. We're talking about transcendent players, yeah. Deeds,
0: deeds, deeds. deeds. Goals. Oh, my days. Let me get oh my the days. popcorn out. Oh, my days. Are you serious? Yes, Guys, are you serious? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay, wait. Can we actually just like put this aside? Mbappe, okay. Mbappe scores goals, yeah? Like Mbappe is like a a prime goal scorer, confirm. Yes. Haaland is also a prime goal scorer. So we can both agree to the fact that if it's going to be, if you're expecting something from Haaland and Mbappe, it's not assists or chance creation. It's simply goals on goals, right? Can we agree? Like, is that? I don't think we
2: can agree on that, bruh.
0: Like, okay, okay. What's your take?
2: If Mbappe moves to another team, he's most likely going to play on the
0: wing, right? And I think that he's going to be
2: assisting more.
0: But have we seen? Have we seen a passing touch from Mbappe that suggests that he's going to be a, a passing king? Well, not a passing king, but someone dude, he just be assisted reliable. Giroud on the international break. Did you not see that? Yeah, but how, my point is, my point is, is going to is he going to have? Like, let me think about passing wingers right now. Passing wingers. I'm going to use his teammate Di Maria. Like, are we going to say that he's going to be picking out passes the same way Di Maria picks out passes and scores? At a, obviously at a higher level because like his ceiling is definitely not Di Maria. But like, do you see my point? I'm just saying like Di Maria, you can expect an assist and a goal from him. From Mbappe right now, I'm saying that you're expecting goals. The same way from Haaland, you're just expecting goals. And I'm not seeing that changing. I see it. I see that changing. I think Mbappe
2: is going to be like Ronaldo. Just all around from the wing, cutting in, assisting. Because people forget, forget that about Ronaldo. Yes, he's the primary goal scorer. But he does have ridiculous assist numbers for his position. That's how I see it.
0: Uh, I have, to, I have to like, yeah, with Ronaldo, like, listen, he's, he's generational talent. Same we're way Mbappe not trying is to going.
2: Ronaldo debate, but let's just keep it at Mbappe, Haaland.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Exactly. So now that we're actually keeping it back at the, at the Mbappe thing, I don't see, I don't see Mbappe having that passing ability. I think it's going to be, if anything, because he's a winger, he's going to have more assists than Haaland by far. But like, it's not, okay, not by far. It's not going to be, it's going to be like 10 assists over, a 10 assist gap over two seasons. That's, that's the most that I'm seeing. Like, I don't think Mbappe is going to jump into a team, even if he goes to like Madrid, for example, Madrid, there's no team in the world that's going to sign Mbappe and say, yeah, he's also got that passing ability. I, 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 I refuse
2: Okay, so Chawanda, like, if there was, like, an NBA-style draft, Haaland is going first for you, and Mbappe Definitely. second. Definitely. No doubt. Okay. <laughs> with, these debates, with these debates, it just takes time. It just takes time. It takes time for the hype to die down. Like, Mbappe's hype has died down. When Haaland's yeah. hype yeah. dies down, we'll see where they lie.
0: Seventy-six goals of ninety-one shots. That's all I'm gonna say. But
1: then that's
0: that po- both playing for farm- for farmers
2: anyway, for farmer in farmers leagues anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Greenwood all the way.
0: <laughs> I was actually about to say that João Felix could be better than both of them in the next ten years. I
2: think people sleep oh, on definitely- now. The thing is, Charles is playing for a defensive team. So, if he yeah. was playing for a Dortmund, a Man City, who knows how many goals that guy would get, bro?
1: Thanks, bro. Like, I remember last season, before they even made the move, I was like, if this guy goes to Real Madrid, they have to build the team around him. Because the way those guys play and the way Felix plays are two different things. I think this season, we're actually starting to see that, okay, they're actually building something around him. Because... Man, that guy is a baller. I think people actually forgot about that, you know? People really did.
0: Yeah, the thing is, like, you, like, Atleti are used to, like, having to build around the focal point. They built around Griezmann for a long time. That didn't start initially. That didn't start, like, just like that. When Griezmann came from Sociedad, there was, like, a bit of of an adjustment period. And I think people didn't give Joao Felix the same amount of grace. I mean, media scrutiny is like way more. Price tag, obviously. But yeah, like what, like what Simba said, like he's now turning up. He's showing that like, okay, guys, listen, just give me time. I mean, he is a youngster. So I'm sure he's going to drive at Leti the same way Griezmann drove at Leti, or even better. I rate that he'll do it better. What's important
2: is Mbappe, haland Kamavinga, Real Madrid 2021, 2022. Let's make it happen. 2021,
0: 20, 20, 2022. 20, I, I see you're going to sell like the whole team. Like, I think in there you even need to sell Coteau, Cross, East Vasquez, Asensio, Benzema, your VG. You need to sell like the whole team, but that's what happen.
1: Haaland is not that expensive though.
0: Oh, yeah, Haaland has actually got a crazy release clause. Yeah, it's
1: like 60 something now, bro.
0: Nah, he knew what he was doing. But even like, still, but that's that's small business from Dortmund, man. They bought him for twenty and they're selling him for sixty. I mean, they could obviously do way better. But like, and I think United is going to be hurt by this.
2: Dortmund have like three hundred million dollar players, bro. They have that Reina kid. They have Sancho and Holland, bro.
1: Those those are big number players, bro.
0: Washington, you know. So- Washed themselves billing them for 80. No,
1: he's English. You already know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you already know he's English.
2: You can already see Ed Woodward rubbing his hands, bro. For days, <laughs> yeah,
1: for days, for days. So, yeah, um, no, that was a quite an interesting discussion. Um, Let us know who you guys pick and why. And just to also talk about um, top five young players. Uh, We did put out a a question on IG and some of you guys did respond. Before we get to the team's um, opinions of who should go where, let me just read out the the guys who who said what. Um, At Matthew Mashoko, he was saying... Haaland, Mbappe, Sancho, Havertz, Donnarumma. Interesting. Then the other one, YSL, he said Kai Havertz. I don't know why he put one. Tino um, Miti says Haaland, Mbappe, Trent, Shao, Anzu. And then came Chandibai said Haaland, Mbappe, Greenwood, Foden, Felix. I don't know what you guys are feeling that. Are you guys feeling that? or you got different ones. I know you got different ones.
0: I guess run it up. Guys, go first. Again. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> well, I'm really seeing people are preferring Haaland. Just per the moment thinking. Uh, but for me, it's Mbappe, Haaland, João Felix, Havertz, Foden, and Saka. Those are my yeah, players.
0: I feel, like, I feel like Saka is being slipped on. Um, but yeah, um, obviously, with the previous debate, we all know where I'm at. Haaland is taking first place. I don't care about this spur of the spur-of-the-moment thing or we'll let the hype die down. Haaland is deserving of first place. But like, yeah, it's going to be Haaland, um, Bappe, Joao. I'll give Foden and Davies a shout. I think yeah that that'll,
1: that that's what'll round it up for me. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I've got.
2: Yeah, I put Davis. He's not even in my team. <laughs> 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 oh my yeah, days! Let me remove Foden and then put Davis. Let me correct that. And Dicky, what's your team?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get crucified for this one, but yeah, that's how we love FT. I went for for Holland Felix. James Havertz Foden, that's what I went with. Reason?
0: Reese James. Nah,
1: James. So, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm a Chelsea fan through and through. But what's Reece James doing, mate? Reece James is a bowler, bro. I don't even know why you're hating at this point. Like seriously, listen, no. I know he's
0: a bowler. I know he's a bowler. He's 100% bowler, right? But okay, I'm gonna ask you this: Is Reece James better than Davies right now? Of course. I think so. I
1: think Th- so. Thank you. I think so.
0: You're...
1: You know why, I think it's the reason. Because... So why
0: wasn't you on your list? Why wasn't you on your list, guys? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm putting a Davis on my list because he's actually won something. But an actual play, I think attacking-wise, Davis is better. But these James has got – he can defend, he can attack – Overall, play,
0: yeah,
2: overall play is, is a more complete player, but is he a better player? Ish.
0: I think Alfonso's a better player, but Reese James is definitely, definitely more is. complete. Like, my man can even take free kicks. I rate that. Nah, I, I I wholeheartedly agree. Like, um, I mean, Reese James is someone who can also just play slots in at DM, it's just that we've got Kante, Jorginho, you know, there's no need, even Christensen sometimes, but like. Reese James is able to play in the mid. So, yeah, he's definitely complete in a sense. And uh, he's someone that, like, should be rated. I'm just saying, like, um, he's... If you're going to say what's the biggest talent in Chelsea, I wouldn't immediately go and say Reese James. I would definitely put him in the top three. But I don't think he's, like, our cover boy, if that makes sense.
1: Mm. So you said talent, that's what you said, right? I, I said talent. Why? You
2: give him, Jiki. Give him the points, man.
1: Go so him, man. okay, okay. If you said top three, so who's in that top three? And if Reese James is not one, who's first? Mason. Get out of
0: here, bro. Well, what are you <laughs> doing? Oh, you hate?
1: It? Oh my word. Oh, who's? You? Wait. Okay. If you're gonna have a top three, who's it gonna be? Reese James is first. In fact, it all actually between Reese James and Hudson odoi If you're going for talent, pure talent, bro. Havertz, Havertz. Even hey, Havertz. Even Havertz. Mason. Listen, listen, listen. I, 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 I love Mason Mount. I love him. But then if you're going for pure talent, like someone who was just born with it, you have to go Reese James, bro. From academy all the way up to here, yeah, he's always been a baller. It's not, it's not true. He didn't just start up and then it was like he was improving and then he just all of a sudden became a bowler From academy days, man has been a bowler from the jump. Same with Hudson, same with Averts. Mason has And had Mason to work hasn't? For it. No, Mason's a bowler, but he's had to work for it. You know, it's not like you're nah. just immediately born as a bowler. If, if
2: Mason, Mason had, had a Spanish is, name, would you guys buy him?
0: Yeah. Yeah, ah, that would that'll drive up his price. My goodness. <laughs> You'd be a golden boy, right guy. You'd be right? a golden boy right now. I think that's the problem as well. The fact that he's also English and people don't, you know, like if you're an English attacker, that Paul Schools thing is actually legit. If you're an English attacker, you just go under the
1: radar. For days, for days. Now, I read Mason, we've all been saying we want to see Mason in the midfield because we know what he can do in the midfield, not by the wing or any other position as a number eight. And you're seeing now, he's playing in his best position and he's producing. So, yeah, that's all we want to see. No no just, slander, yeah, nothing. Exactly. No, we not slandering the boys. I'm just saying,
0: like, I think the only reason why people don't count Mason Mount as a talent is because out of all the Chelsea players right now, he's the only one who had to go out and learn. And it's not that he had to go out and learn because, I mean, dude, he wasn't going to break into a squad with Kevin De Bruyne, right? And Marco Van Genkel. He was never going to do that. And I think that Vitis, that Vitis experience actually showed, like, this guy dominated the Eredivisie. Like, people don't, people don't talk about that enough. People just say Mason Mount went on loan, but they don't talk about how he dominated the area divisi. And that's an area division where Ajax is dominating. Yet, in terms of stats, Mason Mount was all over the place. That also
1: just has to be said. Facts. That's facts. He dominated that league with with Hakim there. Hakim Ziyech, you know? So, people just need to give him his respect, man. It's enough. Rival fans, whoever, give our boy respect because it's enough now. He's a bowler. Let him be, you know.
2: But and Greenwood, where does Greenwood rank in in these rankings in the Premier League and Global?
1: I think with Greenwood, I would say this season he hasn't played as much. So but going off last season, I would rank him up there. But as I said, yeah, going off last season, I would rank him up there because that guy is a natural finisher, man. Like, I always say this, like, he just reminds me of that Van Persie type of finishing and all that. So, yeah, I would rank him up there. But in terms of this season, uh, not, not so much. Maybe honorable mention. Yeah. That's an honourable mention.
0: Ah, no, nah, we'll
1: go with it. We'll go with it. Oh, you seem touched, bro. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, a lot has happened, yeah. Like, ah?
0: Uh, we I, told I, you I, feelings I, would be hurt. I wasn't ready for this podcast. I thought I was, but I wasn't today. Ah, uh, today y'all got me. <laughs> y'all got me in my feelings.
1: <laughs> so right now it's two and no, but last week... Well, the last time we recorded, it was another dub. You see, you're taking another L. So what? it's 2 or no. <laughs> no. This is
0: what <laughs> gets me my feelings even more. <laughs> you know what? It's okay. It's okay. We know what? We're actually going to go on the Instagram and check who won that Rooney Suarez debate.
1: That's not a debate. We're not going to have this debate today. Nah, listen. <laughs> I'm
0: going to let the viewers decide this. If I see that the percentages are going towards Rooney, then we have to VAR the thing and say that it's not taken out. No, just, but people
2: just need to respect Rooney, guys. Respect that man,
0: bro. Exactly. You know what? Please tell Simba. like, yeah, okay, you know Let's not actually not go back into this because we will spend another 30 minutes on this problem.
1: Nah, we're, we know who won the debate. I won. Want- Everyone knows I won. Whoever what happens at the polls, stays at the polls like Zimbabwe. We all know who wins the election, but then we know um what happens behind the scenes. So yeah. <laughs> you, just yeah. <laughs> you just did not. You just did not.
0: Oh my days. Oh, I'm gonna create fake accounts for this for this voting <laughs> process. Nah, dude. <laughs> the votes already done. <laughs> you know what? I mean like, just give me like just give me two seconds. I'm actually gonna go check this out. I actually want to see who won this. Stop the count, man. Stop the count. <laughs> nah, really Rooney won. Rooney won 64% to Suarez's 36 Can you please give me my
1: respect? Now, nah, those people who voted Rooney don't know ball, man. I said it. If you know Bo, you know who you're voting in their prime. <laughs> uh, my man
0: is hurt. Uh, but you know what? I want to give a special shout-out to the viewers. Like, Y'all, y'all really pulled through you guys know ball. I don't know what this guy is saying. Like, uh but yeah. VAR shows that I actually copped the dub last week, so it's one-one in it.
1: Uh, nah, that doesn't count though. But anyways, no, it's fine. All you guys vote as far as you guys know ball. So credits to you guys. You guys aren't stats merchants. So anyways, um We'll f- wrap it up. Um, Tonda giving us his top five players in the Premier League. Um, so, Bad, what are you saying, bro? i I
0: i Let me just, like... You know, it was so hard picking a top five from this fixture. It, was, it wasn't as drab as, like, the fortnight before. But, yeah, it's still kind of tricky to pick. So, that being said, right? I think my top five players would then have to be. Now, nah, in fact, two of them, two of them you already know. It's definitely Son and Kane. It's uh, the, despite yeah, despite every game week, it doesn't matter who they're playing. It seems like those two are literally unstoppable. Yeah. Um picking the other three though. I'm just I'm just gonna put Firmino in there. Nah, nah, I'm not gonna put Firmino. I'm gonna put James Molner there. I think James Mulner put in a shift with everyone just looking down on Liverpool. Uh Moulin came in, did the things, and yeah, as Gaz said before, people are just over exaggerating. Mulner showed that he still has the capabilities and qualities of hanging in a title winning team. So yeah, Molna is uh filling out one of the third things. Um as for the other two though, yeah, Calvert Lewin, have to give him his respect. He's probably the number one player that's yeah out of everyone out of everyone that I've mentioned. And Luca Dina. <laughs> he you can't he can't that combination as well. Son and Kane, Luca Dina and Dominic Calvert Lewin. Those those two those those two duos are pretty much unstoppable but uh yeah those those are my five
1: yeah and there you have it there that's Town's top five um let us know who your top five was but yeah um that being said come to the end of our episode thank you to all those listening. thanks to the gents for pulling through once again um if you do like this one please um, share it around thank you for the feedback we've been receiving appreciate y'all but yeah um, until then we'll catch you all next week but yeah stay safe and god bless